Hey friends, welcome to the first episode of the Retro Game Guys Podcast Season 2. Season 2! Oh. <laughs> Alright, I'm your host, the Picky Gamer Dustin. I'm joined by my three good friends, the Retro Gaming Guru, Zach. Rock and roll! The Obsessive Collector, JP. Collect them all. And the Infrequent Gamer, Alex. That's me. Alright, Zach, let's start with a few updates. Alright, sir. Well, first, thank you to everybody who has listened to our Street Fighter 2 slash one-year anniversary yeah. episode. Thank yeah. you so much. Right. So we worked thank really you. hard to make it feel like a special event and we even got our picky gamer Dustin here <laughs> That's right. to play a head-to-head fighting game and won one you did actually you uh, didn't get last yeah. place which is pretty amazing I didn't get well, beating last. a five-year-old really doesn't count right? <laughs> that's right <laughs> who's the five-year-old I don't know there was probably I'd some say five-year-old yeah, running I could around be, uh, yeah that'll be me that would be that would be Alex. <laughs> That'd be me. At a zero. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing that fighting. <laughs> you got that one out. I'm guessing that fighting games, Dustin, are your least favorite genre. Is Absolutely. that right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you for playing along. You're welcome. <laughs> I, you really did have to struggle to get me to do yeah. it. I, I was like, I was trying to be like, is there any way I don't can get out of this? I'll go play pinball or something. <laughs> Well, speaking of our Street Fighter 2 episode, spoilers ahead, by the way, uh, we also wanted to send a thank you to our guests, Don Van Dam and yes. Mr. Tetris yes. James G. Yes. They put up a good fight in our Street Fighter 2 mini tournament. Uh, they did fight valiantly, but despite their best efforts, my streak lives on. Thanks, Thanks God. Thank you very much. Biggest Appreciate disappointment it. in my life. Yeah. You're taking your claps back, yeah. your applause back. Uh, well, despite the outcome of the Street Fighter 2 episode, this is not the last that we will be hearing from our friend Don Van Dam. Oh. Uh, get this, guys. He wants a rematch. Oh, oh yeah. Because he should be able yeah. to take you. I yeah. mean, that was a weird fluke. <laughs> we're going to get him. You're gonna, we're going to get you next time. That's All right, right. So this rematch is going to happen on September 21st at Level Up Arcade in Campbell, California. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. We've now, been there. Yes, we have. Uh, so Level Up is hosting their bi-monthly Super Street Fighter 2 tournament. Mm. Uh, now, if you remember from our last episode, this was the tournament that Don won in July. That's right. And mm. Super Turbo, which is the version we're playing, that's his favorite version of Street Fighter 2. So right. hold on. Let me get this straight. This could be the resurrection <laughs> of it the golden be. god. It's the second coming, guys. It All right. Be. That's what this is. He's bringing <laughs> me on to his home turf. That's right. For one final attempt to redeem himself. All right. Well, yeah. Well, Mr. Don Van Dam, sir, I once again accept your challenge. I can't wait to leave with your trophy and your soul. No, wow. Don's got this one in the bag. Oh, I, got, on, I got all my money on him. I think so, money. yeah. <laughs> well, if you're uh, in the area on September the 21st, come on down. We'd love to meet you. Be good yeah, we'll, we'll uh, tweet out our social media out or however you want to put it. And some more details, <laughs> Social of it out. Social it out. Uh, we also well, to... I sound young and hip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on all of our channels, right? Right. Uh, we also wanted to say thanks to Alex from the Retro Game Squad podcast. So he sent us some mm. really nice Street Fighter II action figures. Still in the box, which will make JP happy. Right. Uh, yeah. And the Guile figure is hanging uh, right here on our podcast. We'll look behind you guys. That. Very cool. Uh, that yeah. really cool. Well, Alex, you are the man. Thank you so much. Not not you, Alex. Well, so I know. Here. It sounds like someone's <laughs> trying to take the job here. <laughs> That's all right. You're, you're, we need a replacement, Alex. Yeah. Anyway. Say, you're my new He's favorite, already Alex. buying you gifts. <laughs> Who's this guy? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's doing pretty good. So hey, far, sweet so far, enough so good. JP over here. Look at him. <laughs> all right. And lastly, be sure to stick around to the end of our podcast where we will reveal the game we will play in our next full episode. Uh, we'll be celebrating the release of the Sega Genesis Mini, which comes out here in the United States on September the 19th. Very cool. Right around the corner. Uh, so we uh, asked our listeners to pick one of the 42 games on the Mini that they would like to see us do. 
And I bet none of you guys will guess which one actually got picked. It's mm. kind of dangerous when you ask people to vote, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that. Well, Stay tuned. Le- is there a game on there called like Boaty McBoatface? You know, like, <laughs> right. That's how we. If there was, we'd be playing. We, exactly. It. Well, that's intriguing. I'm I'm looking forward to the, listening to the rest of this podcast. I don't know about you guys, Dustin. Please stick around. <laughs> I'll stick around. All right. Anyway, so since we're starting our second season here, I thought it'd be fun to take a quick look back at our first year. Uh, in our first year, we released 26 episodes, uh, 20 main episodes, plus some interviews and quick plays. So I thought we should count down here our top 10 most downloaded episodes. We need some kind of like a right. MTV style. Top 10. Yeah. All right. We'll fly it in. Um, <laughs> Where's Martha Quinn when we need her? Oh, right. I, is she alive still? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty okay. Sure. All right. Uh, number 10. Is an old Our, MTV reference? <laughs> it's yeah. a very old wow. one. Yeah. Not Colin Quinn. Martha Quinn. Yeah. Um, Related. So our number 10 most downloaded episode was the interview with Tim Gadler. Our right, Aussie Tim. friend, who is a former Sega game, co- game counselor from Melbourne. So shout out, <laughs> friend, hey, yeah, look at you! Yeah. Uh, shout out to Tim, who's a great follow on Twitter. By the way, you can Definitely. find him at Sega Master Tim. Uh, number nine was our F Zero episode. Uh, Moving on, come uh, on! <laughs> I know some. Who was it that gave me a hard time? At, Might have been Don Van Dam. It was Don Van Dam at the uh, show our, at our Street Fighter thing. It was like, how could you hate that game? It was like because it's garbage. <laughs> like, no, I, I am not. Well, uh, some people disagree not with you popular. because it's number nine. It's on our number list nine here, on so. our list. So I, I won't take back my opinion, but I, I can respect that a lot of other people seem to like it. You're uh, gonna get Falcon punched if, Falcon you're, if you go punch? out in public, right? Uh, yeah. So eighth place is our episode covering Altered Beast, uh, sticking up there in the top ten. Rise from I know, your grave. I know that was not everyone's favorite game, but I uh, I'm glad we did it. Uh, our number seven is episode seven, the Streets of Rage episode, which That's is a very right. cool one. At some point in the near future, not near future, but some point in the future, we'd like to pick up Streets of Rage two. That'd be and cool. That'd be awesome. We'll make sure Alex plays the right version of Streets of Rage two. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> Listen, I enjoyed my version. Yeah, yeah. He was really good at that one. He came yeah. in first place. Uh, <laughs> number six, another early one, Mike Tyson's Punch Out, still holding strong in our top ten. Yeah, yeah. and that's probably the earliest it episode is. in no, our top ten. It right? is episode four. Yeah. So yeah, that one's uh, we we have two single digit ones: episode four, uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out, and episode seven, Streets of Rage. Right. All the rest of them are uh, a little bit newer. Yeah, we could do Super Punch Out for the SNES at some point too. That'd be cool. Yeah, maybe uh, some some uh, themed w- uh, episode we could do even to have a few different boxing yeah. games. Or I'll play with my feet once again. Oh boy, see how it goes. <laughs> Our uh, fifth most downloaded episode is Alex's Baby, our Batman episode. Batman. Batman. Love it. Batman. Good one. Number four, which was uh, the one that really kicked off our string of Batman references, the Battletoads episode. That's right. That's the game that drove me <laughs> crazy. Yeah, that game. Yes. I love that right? game. I still yeah. love that game. And going from a game I love to a game I was not so fond of on a third place is Castlevania 3. Yeah. Love that game. <laughs> a lot of, another one a lot of people love, but... Uh, Hearts mean energy, people. Come on. Enough with this. Um, in second place, it was kind of a surprise for me. Shot up the charts real quick. Super Metroid. Already yeah. up to number two. Yeah. Um, and our number one most downloaded episode, I'd say probably to no one's surprise, mm-hmm. is our episode on The Legend of Zelda. Yes. Yeah, yes, it's a big one. I will say, though, it's very tight at the top. By the time this episode even airs, there's a really good chance that Super Metroid will have taken over the top spot. It's shot <laughs> up. I don't know. Some some Metroid reference or something came, came in <laughs> some social media or Reddit or something because it's really rising fast. Let so, me tell you uh, something, man. There's something about girls in armor. It just does it. That's guys. true. Right. Yeah. Very armor. true. That's right. All right, guys. Now let's get into the show. For this episode, we're covering Tecmo's arcade platformer, Rygar. 
And if you'd like to give Rygar a play before listening to the rest of this episode, there are a couple of different options. The arcade version of Rygar is available to download for the Switch, and that'll set you back about eight bucks. Um, it was also released on a compilation called the Tecmo Classic Arcade for the Xbox, uh, as well as on, on the V... V? V Virtual. <laughs> Via console? Yeah, the Wii Virtual Console, if you happen to have that downloaded before they close the shop down. Oh, that's right. Haven't they closed it down already? I'm yeah, so sure. they closed the shop down, but if you you still oh, get you to keep it. it if you have it. So if you just happen to, for some reason, have downloaded Rygar before January of 2019... <laughs> they're not going to confiscate it. So, yeah, they don't, they're not taking it back, but uh, you can't get it anymore. Would you be surprised if they did, you know, with stuff that, ca- that happens easy? days i would know? be surprised if nintendo did i would not be surprised if some other companies did mm-hmm. like nintendo cares so much about their their um uh, you know pr and stuff i think that that would be a tough sell for them um uh, and if you're cool like me it's also available play on the atari links oh links for life hashtag um you didn't bring your links today, though. i'm bring, very disappointed you know, in you. i played it on the links most of the time uh during this whole thing and then this morning when i got up to go to work and and come here afterwards i looked over in my retro gaming corner which i have now in my house don't know where i put it did you take the trash maybe your wife had it <laughs> up and just like that's <laughs> right garbage. she's like so tired of this did you pull a zach and put it in a brown paper bag and leave it by the garbage for I, the look, I, i'm still not fully <laughs> i'm still not fully moved in right exactly i'm still not fully moved in i i, I fully expect that i just dropped it in some box accidentally and yeah. now it's in like the kids room for you're some a lot, reason you're a lot more calm than i would expect anytime someone's missing from my room i immediately think of my kids doing something terrible with it yeah. so yeah let's my, hope my that kids didn't my kids have behavior f- fun but it isn't usually destruction mm. it's usually just no so i'm not too worried about it being my son just destroyed. threw my switch uh, controller down the stairs today so oh, nice. fun. Uh, yeah he's oh, uh, fun he's in trouble <laughs> so this game is also available on the nes but that version is dramatically different than the others and we'll have more on that in a little bit all right so in this rygar episode zach will take us through the history of the game we'll hear about memories of the game from our community and the guys in the room We'll chat about our experiences replaying the game, and we'll also see if anyone can end Zach's streak, although we're kind of resetting it for season two, but we all know it's sitting out there that mm-hmm. Zach is still never lost. We almost walked away from it. I was saying, hey, guys, maybe we should change it up a little bit. And Alex, what'd you say? You I was said, like, no, man, I'm going to beat yeah. him one of Al- these days. Alex <laughs> likes to be in third. <laughs> Alex is enjoying third place, so okay. you know he wants Relax. to keep that going. Hot shot. But right. uh, yeah, so there you go. Uh, then later in the episode, JP will school us on the world of collecting and we'll wrap with our retro game giveaway where someone will win an original copy of Rygar. And if you want to win our next retro game giveaway, like last episode's winners, Adrian P and Anthony C, follow the retro game guys on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram before each episode. We'll ask for your memories of our featured game and we'll pick the winner from those responses. Now to kick off this episode, here's Zach to give us a bit of the background, history, and interesting facts about Rygar. All right, thank you, Dustin. You're welcome. So uh, Rygar is a side-scrolling platformer released by Tecmo in 1986. Uh, Rygar first came out in the Japanese arcades and was named... Arugosu no Senshi. Ooh, ah, look at that. Thank, you, thank you, Dustin, for getting the Japanese in there early. <laughs> you got it this time. I yeah, like it. Yeah. Uh, that translates to Warrior of Argus, by the way. Mm. Uh, Rygar was later ported to the Sega Master System, but only in Japan. Mm. And uh, on American shores, the main ways you could play the game at home would have been either on the Commodore 64, which I never had, by mm. the way. I don't know if you guys ever no, had the C64. Never had it. No. 
Uh, a lot of love for that that uh, system, that computer, um, or the Atari Lynx, which That's I know right. you did have, Dustin. I do, and I have now, but not with me. I you did not. It. I played an emulated version of uh, Rygar on the Lynx today, and it feels like a very zoomed-in version. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. It, it's it's kind of this. It's very similar to the arcade, but it's a much tighter. I don't yeah. know for for memory reasons or whatnot, but yeah, they they cropped it in. It feels like it was nice. Yeah. It was nice. Uh, well, Rygar was released in 1987, also for the Nintendo Entertainment System, and as we'll talk about later, it's a very different game than its arcade predecessor. Mm -hmm. um, as for the plot of Rygar, the intro of the arcade game says, quote, 4.5 billion years have passed since Earth's creation. Uh, many dominators have rolled in all their glory. What? Uh, but time was their greatest enemy, and it defeated their reign. And now a new dominator's reign begins. Got that? Mm, yeah. That. All right. That makes sense. So many dominators. Domination. The NES game tells a bit of a different story now. Uh, the premise goes something like this: uh, There was a holy place named Argul, which was founded by five Endora gods. One day, the evil Ligar and his troops attacked Argul. And to quote the manual here, committed the most atrocious cruelties. The most mm. atrocious cruelties? Like what? Like leaving the toilet seat up, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Like, like they, they took the cap off the pen and just Did, left it out. Right. Yeah, double dipping. Right. <laughs> they they double dipped. They didn't close the refrigerator all the way. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, you guys forgot to lock the back gate. The yeah. most atrocious. From a dad perspective. Yeah, right. You exactly. parked in two parking spots. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most atrocious cruelty. Right. Then Ligar took away the door to peace, <laughs> symbolizing the peace that had been created by like, the Endora wait, gods. He literally took a door? Yeah. Like he just walked that. into the village and was like, hey, you guys got that door to peace around here? All right, here. I'm taking it with me. Hey, get come back here with that door. You <laughs> know how hard we worked on that? my door now. Yeah. <laughs> but what if it rains? No, I'm taking the door. I can just see these five Endora gods working on this door, you know? <laughs> like like, like with a, on a lathe or like... <laughs> right. You know, it'd be great as some stained glass. You know, we should put that in there. All right. Well, luckily for the people of Argol, there was a prophecy. And it's, you know, a lot of movies and games have these prophecies where a hero appears if something happens. Mm. Uh, well, in this case, uh, there is a prophecy that says there is a brave soldier who would be brought back from the dead to battle the forces of evil everywhere. Uh, and that soldier was, drumroll, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait, right. what? They brought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you have to wait till the uh, three days. Mr. Stuff. Don three Van Dam. <laughs> right, right. You had to wait three days back. for him to show back up to battle like That's right. <laughs> the sequel. I was going to say you had to wait till the five ridiculously interesting facts because that was going to be number oh, one. Uh, Rygar was actually, the first version of Rygar was actually called Jesus Christ. Actually, Jesus' name was Rygar. <laughs> well, a, lot of people didn't, a lot of people didn't know that. Mary, Mary's talking to Joseph. What are we thinking? I'm thinking Rygar. I'm thinking Rygar. <laughs> going, Rygar. Look at that guy. He's totally badass. Wow, that was slightly <laughs> blasphemous, but uh, all, all right. right. Can we move on, <laughs> oh, please? No, it's all for you, JC. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. So that soldier was all not right. All right, Tebow. Jesus Christ. It was our hero, Rygar. Oh. Now you got Rygar versus Ligar. Sounds pretty appropriate, does it not? Oh, no, right? I get it. Right? Give me the door back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you took my door. <laughs> oh, man. That well, was the door to peace. Right. Now, I was thinking, you know, the uh, hero from Altered Beast was also a dead guy. This is yeah? true. Yeah. Right. So I don't right. Know, Rise the, from your grave. Yeah, what's the deal with that? They can't find any, like, living heroes <laughs> well, or that, something? What's the deal the with all these dead, bad yeah. dead guys? Well, huh? that means that, I guess, Dracula in Castlevania was really the hero? Probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I yeah. think so. There you go. <laughs> all right. So in both the arcade and NES versions, you control Rygar, and he can run left to right, 
jump and even step on enemies to stun them, which I thought was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You bounce on them. It's yeah, you bounce yeah. on them. It's like, wee! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can even get up to a ledge once in a while. You bounce off them and jump to a ledge. <laughs> They're kinda like, hey, nice. where'd you go? Yeah. Uh, your primary weapon is, is called the uh, disc armor. Wasn't that the Sony put that out in the uh, 90s? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Sony disc armor. With the belt clip. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> With a belt clip. Oh, and man. a fanny pack. Right. I was going to say, you yeah. clipped it to your fanny pack. There, there you, you go. go. <laughs> I did not, by the way, I did not. Uh, well, this disc armor, it's kind of like a shield on a chain. I don't really know how to properly describe it. It's like a buzzsaw kind of. Yeah, yeah. it's like if you yeah. have like the like the Castlevania whip and you put a disc on the end of it. I don't know. It's, it's like laid. a shield nunchuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, it actually works pretty well. It's kind of cool. And I don't think anyone copied it because they're like, what the heck is that? It's Why very odd. It? When yeah. I played it, when I was a kid and I played it on links, we can talk about more of that in the memories, but I, I thought it was like a beach ball or something. Like <laughs> so throwing a beach ball? Yeah, like a whee! Like I'm throwing beach balls at the guy. Well, if you look at the cover of the NES game here, which we have on the table, yeah. it looks like he's just like throwing fire. Yeah, it? it does. So but on the but on the arcade version, it looks like a like a chainsaw disc. Yes, it's well, got this, like teeth. it reminded me. I'm trying to remember. There, I think it might have been a James Bond movie where there was one of the villains that had a. It was like a buzz. Oh yeah, like yo-yo thing. Right? And well, I'm trying to remember that, which it, one it was. The, where he's all. Odd, isn't it odd job that has the well that's, no, his, that's hat. his hat no that's this right. is a newer one where oh, he okay. had it. i can't remember which one yeah. it was i'll look it up I'll clearly look. influenced by rygar yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. right in one of the european ads i posted this on social media um they it's a picture of rygar sawing some enemy in half with like what looks like a saw oh, i saw that yeah i saw that post i was like Woo, okay that's blood gross. coming out and everything did not come uh, here to the united states that ad for right. sure <laughs> um now in the uh arcade version you travel through 27 levels and fight off an onslaught of headless monsters flying creatures and worm-like enemies that dig through the platforms and attack you from below um there's also pits fireballs and all sorts of mayhem and to make matters worse, each level is timed. So if you run out of time, and I'm sure you guys saw this, yeah. a huge red like demon head thing. The it Antichrist. Comes, yes. <laughs> I'm seeing the whole theme here. Um, it comes after you. And yeah, if he, right. And if he touches you, you die. Um, and speaking of dying, uh, you do die in one hit in this game. Yeah. So in the arcade get, version. In the arcade version. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Um, I posted a picture on social media. I took a, a, a screen capture from the Switch. And it had, I think it was like 12 or 13 enemies attacking me at once. And I'm like, it's yeah. just hopeless. Yeah, the, the, the Lynx version is not like that. And and it is like mostly like the arcade version. It has only 23 levels instead of 27. It has a lot less enemies. It's it's definitely a lot simpler. Yeah, there's only like one that. or two that come at you at once as opposed to, yeah. No, I mean, there is still waves, but it's not nearly as much as right. the other one. I feel like they just keep coming. You go back to the left, you come back to the right. Yeah. They're just constantly coming. There's and it's not like no the NES. And we're kind of getting into it, but it's not like the, in the NES, you can kind of reset some of the enemies by going going back and forth but you can't do that in the arcade no yeah. like, they're like give me your quarter yeah all right so this game reminds me of another hard game it's kind of like ghosts and goblins i'll say where you're constantly reminded that the game's creators were not going to let you get too far on one credit yeah um now in rygar if you lose three lives a grim reaper carries rygar back to the grave uh, <laughs> so you have to put in another quarter credit whatever and that brings him right back now you can continue up to level 21 but after that you must power through the rest of the game on a single set of lives, which for most players will be really, really difficult. Right. Um, and as we mentioned earlier, the NES version is very different than the arcade. Uh, the characters in some of the settings are similar, uh, but the NES added a bunch of stuff. They added RPG elements, so you can upgrade your weapons. There's bosses, um, and there's even some overhead view levels, yeah. which the arcade didn't have. 
Uh, but the most important difference, or I should say the biggest difference here, is that the NES version is non-linear. So exploration plays a, a very important role in the game. Mm -hmm. Frustrating role. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, where am I going? Why does this old man keep telling me riddles? Yeah. <laughs> right? I know. Right? Isn't the purpose of like, you know, like a, a wise man in the game to actually help you? Yeah. You know, hey, it's too dangerous to go along. You know, yeah. Take this, right? Instead Although, of, hey, guess what? You're going to need that grappling hook. You I hope you saw it. Yeah, yeah, that's why right. I saw that. It was like, uh, yeah, don't forget the grappling hook. If you don't if you don't have it already, you can't go any further. Thanks, like, uh, thanks dude. Where yeah. is it? Where <laughs> is I don't it? know, yeah. but you need it. Uh, but it's very important. <laughs> there was one uh, guy that said, one wise man that said something like, fight, fight, fight. You're like, thanks. Um, so, so that's what I've been doing since I started. Thank right. you. They all look the same to me. I, I honestly literally thought it was just the same dude who just kept moving rooms. Could <laughs> be. <laughs> He's like, oh crap, where is he at now? I'm like, go, like, oh, go over here. Oh yeah, the grappling hook. I didn't bring it with a CR. Sorry. Oh, just... You're going to need your sandwich. I mean, oh crap, I was eating. You can come back later. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. My brothers were out looking for that door. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. right. door to peace. Yeah. Uh, the NES version is also a bit easier. Uh, for example, there is an energy bar. Thank you. Right. So you can take more than one hit. And that energy bar can be expanded throughout the game as Rygar collects uh, experience points. Uh, there are also unlimited continues, uh, but before Thank you God. jump up and down and sell it to celebrate, get this: there is no way to save the game, mm -hmm. uh, and there's no the passwords worst. either. Right, <laughs> the worst. Uh, of course, if you played on emulator today, you can save it, but back in the day, you're hosed if you had to turn the game off. Um, and Rygar, it was not a short game on the NES, especially your first time through. So you'd be wandering for hours. Farming for experience, you know, playing, say, all afternoon only to have to shut it off. Or even worse, your brother walks by, bumps the NES, right. and then just freezes <laughs> the game, and you're done. Yeah. So one more thing to share on that. I was on, uh, just totally coincidentally, I, I was on Reddit last night on a uh, retro. Uh, what? Not, not totally the, not, coincidental. Not the Reddit? subreddits that you go to. Uh, I was okay. on a retro gaming subreddit. And uh, this person uh, posted a picture of their latest find, which was like a pristine copy, uh, NES copy of Rygar, which is totally, I was huh. like, hey, wait a minute. I'm doing that podcast world. Um, and so harkening back to these, uh, these things you're talking about, uh, user RC Mandeville commented on the post, nobody turn off the M Nintendo. We're playing Rygar. Right. Like that was just like just the comment. Yeah. Like everybody understood exactly what he was talking about. Don't touch it. <laughs> exactly. Don't touch it. Get me a fan. I need air on it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I know that was always the the, the uh, worry, right? Like Those you, overheat you leave it on. Oh, you're yeah. like, I'm gonna go to bed now. But oh, is it gonna yeah. be okay in the morning? Yeah. You feel the top of the box, and you're just like, oh, it's not melting yet, is it? <laughs> but Rygar's waiting for you. Oh, yeah. That's right. He's waiting. And the and. The <laughs> <laughs> the door to peace. The door, door to, to peace. peace. Rygar. They should have named it that. Rygar. The door to peace. <laughs> that would. Be, that was gonna be the sequel. And that Ligar needs to like. He needs to think of something more evil than that. <laughs> right. yeah, that's just, I just keep thinking about that's that. Totally you know? like a Mel Brooks villain plot. Like yeah. I'm gonna steal all the air from their atmosphere with a vacuum. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's. Like, I'm stealing the door to peace. Like he likes like knickknacks and stuff. You know what I mean? Like I'm you know those stealing. doors you see in antique shops where they like they decorate a door. I'm stealing <laughs> your Fabergé egg. <laughs> you will not live without it. Good luck living without your doilies. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, as far as doily, <laughs> as far as, <laughs> as, far as <laughs> how old are you? I don't. Know. I don't even. I don't know what that word means. Trinkets. Yeah. Trinkets. Uh, so as far as the uh, staff. Yeah. As far as the <laughs> Chachi? Tony loves Chachi? Uh, uh, wow! As, oh, yeah, no, that's, that's a wow, callback. That's a stretch that's a, that's now. A, wow, that's an old, old... Yeah, oldie-timey. I would not say but goodie, but anyway. No. 
All right, here we go. As far as the staff that worked on Rygar is concerned, unfortunately, not much information is available. Uh, so when we looked at published credits, the designer kept uh, the only designer we saw was listed as simply Tecmo. Mm -hmm. uh, we've talked before about this, how a lot of the video game companies back in the 80s were worried that their better programmers would be poached by other gaming companies, so they wouldn't credit specific people that worked on the game. Right? However, if there's a guy out there named Tecmo walking around who's yeah. <laughs> working like, on this game, please. I get, do I get all the royalties? Yeah, like, send us an email. We'd love to Mr. Tecmo. Mr. Mr. Tecmo. Tecmo. Please call us. Uh, now, there was one name that we were able to dig up, and oh my God, here comes another Japanese name I have to pronounce. <laughs> You're uh, welcome. And that's, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and that it. is the game's composer, one Michiharu Hasuya. All right. oh, uh, and he was the music composer for quite a few games in the 80s, inclu including uh, Kid Cool, Ooh. spelled with a K, by the way, both Kid and Cool. Oh, wow. That was on the NES. And Keith Courage and Alpha Zones. Keith Cur Courage and Alpha Zones. Now, Keith Courage wasn't two Ks. It was K and a C, but whatever. <laughs> maybe he was slipping there. Uh, now, Keith Courage and Alpha Zones was the packing game for the TurboGrafx-16 system. I don't know if you guys knew that. No, that's cool. Oh, uh, at least for a time. They could have picked a better game, put it that way. <laughs> oh, it's bad. Bumping. But it had a good composer, Yeah, apparently. but how was the music, though? I don't remember. I'll have to throw it on later. Right. I don't remember. Uh, many people love Rygar's music. In fact, when we posted online, a lot of people yeah. were just saying the music, the music, the music. Uh, so if you are a fan of Rygar's music, uh, you may want to also check out the music from the Japanese Famicom version as well. Uh, it has several tracks that differ from the U.S. version. Not sure why, uh, but I think they're they're pretty good, if not better than mm, the, uh, okay. the U.S. version. Yeah, so check it out. In fact, uh, why don't we pause for a second here and listen to the first level theme from the U.S. version of Rygar. It's a pretty short track, and then we're going to switch gears uh, and check out the Japanese version as well. So here we go. All right, so pretty big difference between those two tracks. Absolutely, the the U.S. version, the first level is almost like it's like Superman or something. He's got yeah. this weird, <laughs> yeah, weird like, -da -da. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the Japanese is is we're riding a horse. Dun, yeah, it's dun, got dun, like a dun, kind dun, of a, dun, almost like a galloping yeah, feel. Yeah. I said it sounded like uh, popcorn uh, by Hot Butter, that kid's song. <laughs> Look it up. I yeah, I, that one's on YouTube for you, for you, uh, your listening pleasure. That's but a great he's, song. He's, he's not wrong. Do it does have a very popcorn by right. Yeah, can we can we sing a patchy patchy boy? Popcorns is uh, forever. Popcorns, <laughs> popcorns, popcorns is forever. Is forever. Popcorns is forever. <laughs> that might be our, our. That might have to be our understanding. I'm gonna put down a shirt. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Rygar, going back to Rygar, it was both a popular arcade and NES game, uh, yet it didn't spawn any direct sequels, at least not back in the day. Uh, in 2002, though, Tecmo released a 3D remake for the PS2 titled Rygar, The Legendary Adventure, that featured destructible environmental elements. It kind of played like God of War, if you've ever mm, seen a, mm. a YouTube video of it. Um, it received very good reviews upon its initial release. Uh, six years later, uh, the game was ported to the Wii as Battle of Argus, uh, where it was slammed by critics. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Came out on the PS2. Good job, guys. Came out on the Wii. Oh, my God. This is nope. terrible. Uh, now, the cover for the Wii version, if you haven't seen it, has to be some of the ugliest box art I have ever seen. It is a complete mess. I, it looks like the it looks like the opening project of somebody's like art, like de- graphics design thing, like the right. first thing they ever did. Like, you know what? I can use the the uh, the speed to what oh, do you yeah. call that? Like motion blur in right. every direction, Turn on every filter at once. <laughs> right. It's completely illegible. Right. It's like what they show you not to do in Photoshop. Oh yeah, you know, don't do this. How many layers can I put in every <laughs> pixel? Like, right. So go go ahead and Google Rygar Wii and just get ready. It's, it's, <laughs> it's terrible. It's an abomination. All right. Okay. And that wraps up the history segment. And now to help us learn more about the game, here are five ridiculously interesting ridiculously facts, interesting facts. about Rygar, the quest for the door. Uh, number one. Uh, the door for peace. The door for peace. Peace That was Superman 4, wasn't it? The door for the door for peace? No, no. It was uh, the quest for peace. Oh, okay. Something yeah, like that. quest yeah. for peace. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> It'd be better if he was going after a door. <laughs> For a second there, you sound like the announcer from the Justice League uh, Super Friends uh, TV show. <laughs> and on this episode, yeah. the quest for the door now of peace. Now back to Rygar and the door for peace. <laughs> yeah. uh, number one. So the U.S. version of the arcade was actually harder than the Japanese version. Uh, I tested this on the Switch, and sure enough, there are more enemies in the U.S. version. Um, I guess arcade operators were more greedy here in the U.S., um, did you guys know, by the way, when you're playing the Switch version, you're actually playing the harder version? Yeah, yeah. No, I did not know. I, I, yeah. Well, I knew I versus like the Lynx version because maybe the Lynx version is more like is I, I'd have to look because I actually, it's actually easier not, than the Japanese. Yeah, though? the Japanese version has I don't know maybe a third less enemies where the Lynx felt like it was quite a bit less. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back and when I can actually find my freaking Lynx, I'm gonna go that and then play the Japanese version on the Switch and see how they compare. Because I feel like maybe it, that it was more of a port of the Japanese version than the American, and maybe that's the might difference. have been. Might that's, have been. This is now really an interesting fact. Zach. It is. Thank you for interesting. thank you for sharing. Uh, number two in that arcade version, there is a secret item on level thirteen that gives you one million one bonus points. Million. Right. Now, that is a lot of points for the the Rygar version, uh, the arcade version of Rygar. In, an arc, in a pinball machine, that'd be like, oh, I just that's <laughs> yeah, like one little thing. That's the first part, <laughs> the first four seconds. I remember when I, I that first ball. started happening, like when they first started doing the pinball, and I was like. I, I play. I lost the ball like in thirty six se- or yeah, thirty seconds. I look up, it's like seventy six million points. I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> it's crazy. I rule. Then you realize, yeah, that yeah, yeah, is like that. a billion. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. Oh, well, yeah. Well, if you, so if you find that star in level thirteen, oh wait, no one's gonna find that star. Well, who am I kidding? Oh, right? we all got to level thirteen, yeah. right, no. guys? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if you get to level thirteen, good luck. But yeah, it is really really hard to get that far. At least for me, it was. Number three, the enemies in the NES version were named by an insane person. Uh, have you ever seen a flying Mogollon? Uh, what about an angry Prago Kellis? Prago Kellis. Uh, ever had isn't a, that a? Isn't that like a death metal band? <laughs> yeah, Prago Kellis opening for Slayer. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, ever had a Kuzilar spit acid mucus at you? Yeah, every Thursday. Or you got run over by a Rolfer? <laughs> Uh, it's just, it's yeah, it's crazy. Now, there is one <laughs> name. 
Rolfer. <laughs> <laughs> Rolfer. Rolfer. Yeah. Now, there is one, ga- one uh, name that I did like. Uh, it's Demoro Bruiser, and that definitely sounds like a yeah, bad name. Yeah, Demoro Bruiser op- oh, could open for Prago Kellis. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> a world tour. <laughs> Number four. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday uh, at the, the Open N- Coliseum. <laughs> the NES version. Prago Kellis. <laughs> <laughs> actually, the more you say it, it, it does, actually it, it would be like It would be like a Finnish, like a Finnish death metal band, like, you know, northern, yeah. Yeah. you know, like Swedish or Finnish, something up there, like Prago Kellis. We are not really big, but we are waiting to get uh, bigger. Nine. <laughs> Prago Kellis. The Demoro Brother, open for us. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. The more you're talking about, it, that's probably going to be a hard show. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's We're that's going to bring some. There's going to be some bottom end on that show. Oh heck yeah! I would go see that show. <laughs> I would go see that show. Brago Killis. All right, number four. The NES version released in PAL regions, which is parts of Asia, Africa, and Europe, as I understand it. Uh, they had a bug in the game that made it much harder. Uh, the bug limited your damage and life points, which yeah. made the final boss nearly unbeatable. Not, so it limited them, not just like a little bit, like by, a you lot. only got like a fourth of the life points. Right. It, oh, was your, it was so bad. It's well, a really bad bug. That programmer's fired. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and number five, uh, there is an in-game advertisement for Rygar in a game we played in an earlier episode, Tecmo Bowl. That's right. So anytime you see the scoreboard in the game, it includes a Rygar logo. Uh, and there's also a graphic for a game called just Ninja, which I'm assuming was Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. Well, if, um, you, if you go back and in, in, uh, if you go on our YouTube channel and you look at our tournament and just start with the first video, um, which I think was Zach versus Alex. Mm. Uh, sh- oh, no, Zach versus JP. Yeah. Chicago versus Miami. Chicago. And uh, like Miami within was a bad like choice. <laughs> Miami was a bad choice, just like milk. Um, so within 10 seconds of that video, Zach makes a Rygar reference. Like he's <laughs> like, oh, hey, Rygar. So, yeah, it's it's right there in the game. Love it. Was that the earliest uh, example or one of the earliest examples of in-game advertising, I wonder? (sighs) Got to be up there. It's got to be up there. I mean, when we get into more of like the Genesis and and SNES, there was definitely more, especially in sports games. But maybe on computers, I would think if any it was if there was in-game advertising on any type of games, probably was PC games or something back in the day. Could be. I don't remember a lot in in, uh, Nintendo games. But anyway, Uh, and as a bonus fact here, a Tecmo was founded in 1964, and years before they made video games, they specialized in, get this, cleaning equipment. <laughs> nice. Ah, yeah, got a tough stain? You? Clean it with Tecmo. Tecmo makes the stains go. Anyone else? No? <laughs> no. All right, no, be, those, are, those are terrible. How do you go from <laughs> cleaning to making games? Uh, there, there's uh, a they're, actually a they're cleaning of companies. Up like quarters? A, I mean, what it, Nintendo, Nintendo was well, in, Nintendo still was in their entertainment. Making games. They, yeah, they were making they're cards. But cards, but cards yeah. I mean, yeah. a lot. Game. You're right. But a like lot of them. Um, like, hey, we're going to clean the floor to, hey, want to play football? Or, or the opposite. What, what uh, company was it that went from uh, making those uh, 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 modified cards to now they make freaking laser printers? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I forgot uh, which one. I know what you're talking about, but I forgot they that. They had that, the modification that turned into Miss Pac-Man and all that. Uh, but yeah, the <sighs> poor guy. Yeah, so sometimes it goes the other way, too. Yeah. True. All well, right. and that was five ridiculously interesting facts about Rygar. All right. Thank you, Zach. Now let's talk about memories of playing Rygar back in the day. We collected feedback on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram by asking people to finish this sentence. My fondest memory of playing Rygar is... Uh, So let's start with some memories of the arcade. Uh, At Dante Mendez shared, My fondest memory of playing Rygar is playing in the local arcade in the early 90s, one of the hardest games there, but was very popular. Uh, and uh, people are getting beat up, <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, and uh, and our second reference to our buddy from Melbourne, Melbourne, <laughs> Australia, yeah. Tim Gadler, who says back in high school, <laughs> I used to watch my mates, Jason and Ben, who were brothers, absolutely smash this game in our local video game. I'm hoping he just means like beat it. Not like 
<laughs> with a baseball really bat. Smash it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, after they finished, I'd have a go and was lucky to finish the first level. Ben even recently posted on Facebook that he held the highest score in the world playing the game wow. on the Switch. Respect, Jay and Ben. Respect. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, that's pretty good. On yeah. what? Seriously? Yeah. Wow. One of his yeah, friends was the highest score uh, holder. You got to level 13, it sounds like. <laughs> At least. <laughs> At least. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw the leaderboards on the Switch, and it's a pretty serious business. Hey, really? I was like wow. a thousandth. I'm like, woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> um, at muse muse me muse me the game said playing it in the arcade and sucking at it <laughs> i don't think you were alone there <laughs> so yeah uh now some memories of the nes game our buddy at cardiac drop says my fondest memory is getting this game and seeing the awesome backgrounds in the levels it's so epic for the nes and hard mega hard, mega hard. i never beat it as a kid but i loved p- playing it awesome game yeah at uh, Bot Gaiden, I always say Gaiden, or and you say Gaiden. Well, uh, I say I usually say Gaiden. Gaiden, yeah. yeah. Gaiden, Gaiden, Bot Gaiden. You know who you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, taking our first copy back to the store because Ligar, the last boss, was unbeatable, and therefore the software was obviously defective. Only to have the new copy prove that it was in fact <laughs> intentional. I eventually, did beat the game. I, I love can, that. On, I love that on, you returned to the sure. game. Uh, this game is unbeatable. <laughs> really? I, would, I demand that, I demand you give me a replacement copy. Obviously, this went? one has a glitch in it. That's pretty awesome. That's I, I, I love... But I'm, the store took it back. They're like, right? all right, kid. All right, kid. Yeah, hold on one sec. I, we got something. I can't you. even return like a shirt that has a hole yeah. in it. I can't imagine like having the brass knuckles or whatever. to be Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. This game, this is, game is unbeatable. Obviously has a bug. Yes. You've obviously given me the... Ro- a defective <laughs> a game. defective copy I've re- I demand. Actually, yeah. kid, you suck. Just, <laughs> yeah, just yeah, that yeah. Is awesome. Obviously, the door is broken. <laughs> that is awesome. The I cannot find the door piece to, to do that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is, is pretty. Is, yeah. That's At cool. Gamified Dad shared that music. I spent so long on the first stages of Rygar as a kid, which burned that music loop into my soul forevermore. No lie, Garing. Oh, oh boy, that's a pun there. That was a that's great a pun. Yeah, that first uh, level music, as you remember, is about that fif- what, a 15 second loop yeah. or yeah, so. Like so if, yeah, if you're on that level for a while grinding or something <laughs> yeah. uh, to get experience, you I, dream about it'll, it. It'll, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. Ear, earworm. At Crazy Casey 771 says, renting it from Blockbuster because it was the only game left on a Friday oh, night no. and falling in love with it. <laughs> there, there, there are worse options Dude, on a you Friday. you lucky. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Did too. I, I, I've, I, there's some games I've played where it's just like, I guess this is what I get. Yeah, on a Friday night at Blockbuster. Yeah. You, you could have got Barbie the game or something <laughs> right. like that. Sesame Street, exactly. Um, Merlin R says, "My fondest memory of Rygar is beating the game in a no death run while a friend watched on in amazement. Wasn't intentional, just kind of happened." Oh, what? who are you? <laughs> what? Oh, my name's Merlin, and I beat games <laughs> like it. Oh, you and Zach should hang out. Uh, anyway, nobody's been. We're <laughs> not better tomorrow. We we really appreciate your feedback. <laughs> yeah, you know, honestly, Pixar though, didn't happen. I think yeah. I did post on social media uh, a reply and said something like. You know, that does happen where if you're not paying attention, you're just relaxed. Like, yeah. if, because one time I remember, I think I was playing RC Pro Am. Listen, or this guy's not and Neo from chill. the Matrix, all right? He's not <laughs> dodging bullets. But sometimes you get in your own head, you know? But yeah, if you're just sure. relaxed and, you're, and you don't care sometimes, yeah. you know? No, you're right. You're right. I've had an amazing run like that. that just comes out of nowhere and you're just yeah. like, oh, I just did that. Okay. Right. Like Moon Patrol. Hold on. <laughs> so there's a kid out there who literally just zoned into uh, the, the ether 
and beat this game with no deaths. Right. And then there's another kid who walks into a store and says, this game's <laughs> unbeatable, <laughs> sir. This is a defective game. They're, they're, the we experiences... Have, it's the two... The experiences the run the gamut. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. At uh, Ryu Krieger says, my fondest memory is playing it with a friend who is no longer around. Oh, well, that's... Sorry to hear. Uh, sorry to hear about that. Uh, we both sucked at it, but had fun anyways. Mm. The NES has so many great memories for me. Yeah, as it does, I mean, most Good people memories. in our audience, like, Except for apparently myself. No, Sega hashtag Sega Hashold. No. And Atari Links. That's a really long hashtag, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two hashtags. Hashtag uh, Sega Household. Hashtag Links for Life. Hashtag used to be an Atari Household. Then we got a Sega. And then, yeah. <laughs> I moved on to PlayStation uh, after that. And now I have a Switch and a few other systems. Yeah, that's a nice hashtag. Um, all right. At RadDadTM said... Staying up to the wee hours trying to beat the levels. I remember being amazed at the sky and mountains background. This game is actually in my top 10 of all time. So he's only played 10 games? No, oh, no, wow. no, 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 no. I it's actually, a good game. It's a, it is a great game. I think it's what, you know, there's a lot of interesting things about this game. Not to mention, I mean, two two games with the exact same title with the exact same character that don't play anything like each other. So it's yeah. a really interesting experience. But oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I really like this game. By the way, I wanted to mention that the uh, Musumi, the game, and Bot Gaiden. How come he can get through? through? I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> so those uh, two profiles are worth checking out on Twitter. Uh, they are two indie games in development, both influenced by an Ninja Gaiden. No. Uh, they're 2D platformers and they look to be coming in on, uh, coming along nicely. So give them a follow. Well, that's kind of cool. All right. All right. So on to the memories of the guys here in the room. Uh, as we've discussed, this game has two very different versions. Mm. And Zach and I uh, specifically have a ton of memories around one of them, the Link slash Arcade version for myself and the NES version for Zach. So yeah, Zach, uh, we talked before the episode and you told me this game meant uh, what to you? A lot. A lot. <laughs> a specific no. thing, though, right? Yeah, no, it meant a summer vacation Summer to me. vacation. Yeah. All right, interesting. So, yeah, explain that. Yeah, well, when Rygar came out, I was like 11 or 12, and I used to spend my summers at uh, my grandparents' house. Okay. And so it was just, I mean, swimming all day long. You'd take a break, come in, have lunch. Yeah. And then I would just play video games all afternoon until my mom came and picked me up after work. I have this very clear memory of this long Rygar session. And as we talked about, you know, you're stressed because you don't want to reset the game. Right. And uh, I finally got all the way to Ligar after like, I don't know, four or five hours mm -hmm. and got destroyed. And so then I'm just like grinding, trying to get more experience. Like, oh my gosh, my mom here yet? Can I just get to the <laughs> end of the game? Um, and then finally beaten the game. But like, had no idea how I did it, where I went, like how it happened, much <laughs> like the Merlin guy. Right. Uh, I did die though several times. Uh, wasn't like him. But uh, yeah, it was just, you know, a fun summer hanging out, playing video games, man. I loved it. So That's pretty awesome. Every time that music comes on with Rygar, I see Rygar, I just always think of that time. So care, just carefree, loved it. Awesome. Yeah, so what about the, the rest of us? Uh, we have any, you guys have any game or games that you play back in the day that uh, scream like summer to you? Uh, no, I was trying to think about that because a lot of a lot of time in summer it was more just you know, hanging out in the park, playing with friends. But in the evenings, you went outside. Like, oh, you went outside. You <laughs> I went outside a lot. Weirdo. I like the I like the great outdoors. Um, but no, for me, it'd probably be more in the evening and everything. We'd be like playing Super Mario Brothers three or something like that, and okay. just you know trying to beat the next the next big game or whatever. You know, I can't think of anything that we were playing so much through the summer. But it was just right. yeah, we were playing a lot of games in the summer in yeah. general. Makes sense. If Ow. anything, it'd probably be the. Um, or using the power pad. That was always kind of fun, playing those <laughs> totally. games. Nice. How about you, Alex? Uh, Tron. Tron was... Uh, oh, okay. Like was in the one. arcade yeah. or at home? No, no, at home. Because okay. uh, with the Atari, it came with that awesome um, blue joystick. Okay. Remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was one that uh, I remember my friend had it. So we used to play uh, at his house a lot. Mm -hmm. um, 
in the middle of uh, water balloon fights, I think. Totally. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, if you had a sort of uh, limited amount of time to play video games during the week, mm-hmm. the weekends in summer was just the greatest thing in the world, right? Because you oh, could yeah. just play. Yeah. You can actually get into a game. It's like, right. you know, hey, Dustin, you have, you know, 18 minutes to play Zelda. You're like, I'm not going to be right. able to do anything. Well, and that, yeah. when you talk about my two, the two games I'm, I'm going to share, one is just because it's a very summer-like game, and the other is because I, it was a game I had, could spend the time on it. And uh, so one was just California games on the links. I had that. Oh, um, nice. Such a great game because you had different things you could do, skateboarding and, and surfing and all the different little games. Uh, uh, that's a super fun game if you haven't played that one. California games, uh, I would highly recommend it. It's so much fun. Um, the other game that really screamed summer to me is would just be the straight up Sonic the Hedgehog because oh yeah I could just spend I could like I've got four hours to play this game and I can just get you know it's one of the games I've gotten the furthest in in my in my life because I've just I just grind on it for hours and hours and hours and hours um, so yeah that one felt feels very summer and for me it was uh, when you talk about going to the pool or, or hanging out at the park we had a, a nice big park really close to us so my brother and I would go down to the, the tennis courts and um, just play tennis and then we'd you know the lights are turn, turning down you're turning on it's getting dark so we're we're uh, uh out there uh gotta go back home let's play video games so uh what, where are you going zach <laughs> so, <laughs> so i got my copy of sonic the hedgehog I, and then he drops it on the ground it. i thought it went, <laughs> he well, the mic. And this I is great. The mic. no I, you were talking about summer and sonic and i wanted to show you guys i pulled my genesis copy of sonic the hedgehog yeah. off the uh shelf um opening it up here there's a, a manual you see that manual See how it's all like yeah. kind of, you know, water damaged or right. whatever. Yeah. This is from playing it during the summer when I was you know, 18 years old or 17 years old. And like and my, I had mono and I no, sneezed all over. My friend sat on it in his bathing suit and got it all wet. <laughs> oh, look at that. You know, because we were playing Sonic when, right when it came out in oh, the summer great. and everything. But yeah, it's still, it's, it still has the remnants of summer vacation right here. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, that's so, awesome. Total coincidence. Let me, see, let me cool. see your butt pool sweat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you run and touch that? It might be a biohazard. I thought it was one that came to that's me after funny. thinking about TNC Surf. That was oh, there. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah, for sure. Gosh, that was very summer ish, but also a summer game. Now, that is a good full episode to do one day. Yes, okay. I think oh so. God. I totally agree. Still can't surf with the crap. With <laughs> I love collecting coins and biffin. God. <laughs> collecting coins and biffin. That's all you do with that game. It's fall. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. So uh, as far as my memories, uh, in the similar vein as summer, uh, yeah, because Rygar on the links is a huge nostalgia bomb for me. Um, what Rygar means to me is road trips. Like my, uh, we would take the uh, twice in my youth. We took these really long road trips once uh, through the southwest of the United States to Texas and back about a two and a half week trip. Another time out to Nebraska to see my grandfather and back. That was another about two and a half week trip. And my dad had uh, back in the day, he had to power these things in the car with uh, cigarette lighter adapters. Oh, and right. back in the day, there was only one in the front wow. of the car. So my dad wired up. Uh, a whole um, one in each part of the car. So we wired it to have one that came out in the passenger area and one that came out in the trunk. Well, the one in the trunk was for, but they had an electric cooler that plugged in the uh, cigarette wow. lighter. So we didn't have to keep, we were on this two and a half hour or two and a half week road trip. We didn't want to uh, have to keep buying ice all the time. We'd keep a little ice in there, but, but you know, electrically cooled cooler. And then the middle row passenger seat ones was to power our, our games and such, our disc men and our Atari <laughs> links. So, so your dad was like rewiring your car before road trips. Yeah. 
No car fires happen. No, I my dad. <laughs> I, 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 I can trust. Doing that. I like, can oh, I can God. trust him with electrical. I can't trust him with plumbing, but you can trust him with electrical. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we would go and we would just spend hours and hours on the road. We would drive for twelve hours a day or whatever, you know, going through. And we're driving through the middle of the Southwest. There's nothing to look at, and so. We had the links, and I would play. There was a game on that system called Gates of Zendikon, which is super fun. I want to show you guys that game one day. It's a really, it's a links only. Gates game. of Zendikon didn't they open for Pragokellis? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and uh, so, and APB, which is a game I want to do us to cover. Uh, I keep playing every time we go to the California stream. It's the machines there. I love that game. Um, but Rygar specifically, we would play that game. I played that game for hours and hours on end, and it was just sitting in the back of the car with the the headphones on. Uh, and and playing you know this game so yeah it, it's it's that I, I I love those road trips I really uh, you know it's a really big you know strong memory of mine from back in the day so yeah Rygar when we said we were gonna do this game I was like all right I love this game so yeah any um any games out there for you guys any road trip staples like you break out you bring the game gear not the links probably or the Game yeah. Boy you guys got to be stuck in the car what what would you make sure you brought with you. Yeah, I would. So Game Boy for sure, but right. I would say uh, the two games I played the most, obviously Tetris. Yeah. Right. Um, and there was a game called Gargoyles Quest Gargoyles on Quest. the NES. Uh, or sorry, there, on the Game Boy, there is a version on the NES um, and Super Nintendo. They're, they're called something different, but it's it's from Capcom. It's mm. kind of in the same you know kind of family as Ghosts and Goblins and stuff. Right. Um, but it is a combination or mixture of an action platformer and an RPG. Mm. And uh, just because it's such a long, drawn-out game, those long road trips playing an RPG, it's just, it was awesome. Couldn't see half of what was going on, but it was a good time. <laughs> right? well, you didn't have the light? You know that light attachment with the magnifying glass? <laughs> it's not the light. It's the it's the refresh rate on that thing. You're like, ah, why am I moving so fast? You guys, uh, anything, I mean, other than, obviously Tetris, that's a big, that's a yeah. big one, but uh, anything else? Uh, yeah, I used to play uh, Batman on my uh, <laughs> shocking shocker, right? <laughs> All right, let's talk now about our playthrough over the last couple weeks. I'm going to ask you guys some thoughts and sp- about specific aspects of Rygar, so we can focus a bit more on what makes the game unique and memorable. And we've got ca- two versions to talk about, so we may need to do a little compare and contrast. So, what about the fun factor? How fun was Rygar to you, uh, JP? You played. You said you played mostly on the NES version this time, right? I did. I, I ended up playing both. Uh, luckily, Zach was able to let me play the um, arcade one as well too but I, I mainly played the NES one and I have to say like I didn't like it at all wow. the, the NES one I did not like I, I think and you know it's probably Seconded. because uh, yeah I mean <laughs> okay. it just I, wow. I don't know I just felt like going in like I'm finding these doors we were joking about the old man going oh you know you need a grappling hook and you're like great where's it old man I don't know where's my pants yeah. you know? <laughs> and, I, need a, I need my pudding <laughs> <laughs> there was just so much of this and then all of a sudden I randomly found because um, I was mainly doing a lot of the the side scrolling, and then I randomly found the where you get to the two D or the what is it like kind of overhead thing, the yeah. overhead thing, and I'm just like, what is going on? Yeah, what am I doing? Now? And then I see these tightrope things, and I try to walk the tightrope, and I die. And I'm like, yeah. am I not allowed to go across the tightrope? I probably need a tool for this, and I don't have it. Like, it was I was very frustrating. I'm like, what is going on with this game? And I understand. I saw the sub menu. There's stuff you can get and everything. I, yeah. I got a lot of that, but I'm like, God, if I was playing this as a kid, I would hate this game. Yeah. Uh, so that you, that you you feel the same way there, Alex? It sounds like. Uh, yeah, I got to level four. I got the uh, grappling hook and stuff like that. But um, where'd you find it, dude? Don't ask me, man. <laughs> just I randomly stumbled upon it in a tree. Doors. Old man's like, "Oh, you found me." You guys me. need to get a map, yeah. man. That's this game needs a. You need a map. Uh, dude, I took a, like. Yeah, I took a look at some maps online, and I'm like, oh, I was like, it's, this to me felt like a poor man's Zelda. Yeah, it felt yeah. like uh, like they for sure. 
Yeah. Uh, the, the, the way I thought of it is they call this a, a game in the Metroidvania, Metrovania or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, in the same sphere as that. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to play a Metroid or a Castlevania type game, <laughs> you're gonna I'm going to play, play one games. of those. Like, yeah, the either, NES version. Either of those games had a better gameplay feel and felt more thought out than this game. Yeah. The NES game anyway. Right. See, I'm going to I'm going to disagree and defend it because I think no. Nope. I think uh, the, the, 9-year-old the, Zach two was one, wrong. Sorry. No, now it <laughs> it is frustrating at first cuz you don't have a lot of it, talking about the NES version. Yeah. Um you don't have a lot of life in the beginning. You're going to die a lot. Yeah. Um there is a lot of wandering, but I think the the gameplay is tight. It has RPG elements where you can upgrade your weapons. That's why I didn't like it. You get, you know, there's a there's a lot going on. Yes, but that's kind of what I think was cool about it is that the more you commit to it, the more you find the the stronger Rygar gets. It's it's interesting. I thought it was an interesting game. I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I no, uh, I found a lot just by walking <laughs> no. around. Uh, just by walking around with. No, there is a lot of that. There is yeah. a lot of yeah. that. Well, it's just kind of confusing. I, mean, I see the map you put on. Yeah, I was like, get him here. In oh, the manual hey, has a map. I even. remember all that and not knowing what to do. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, I kind of, I guess, I'm a little between you guys as far as uh, whether or not I thought it was fun or not. The NES version specifically. We'll get into the arcade for a sec here, but. Uh, the NES one, I don't think I, I, I didn't play it. I, I didn't, I don't have an NES at home still to this day. I got to rectify that at some point. That. Right. So, um, so I played it with Zach and it was fun when I had a guide, like, uh, I'm like, wait, which way do I go? And I was like, and he, you know, go that way. Okay. I'm like, oh, you need to go find the grappling hook. And so you want to go up, you know, find a way up. He didn't, you know, he didn't point exactly, but fine. Okay. So at least I kind of knew where I was going. Yeah. These kind of games frustrate me when I don't have the map and I don't like, I need a little guidance. I, you know, like the world of Warcraft, at least tell me what area I need to go to. Like, tell me it's South of the Barrens or something like I need at least a little bit of a push. I, the games like this in this, in this genre that we play where it's just kind of like, good luck like and you don't yeah, have them when tough. you know, yeah not my favorite thing now the arcade version is great total classic side scroller platformer uh it's got all the elements forward, yeah. and one of those games that uh, again just when i'm playing was playing it on this playthrough like i kept wanting to play it again like oh god how come i died this time like i like why i know i can do better than this it was so more yeah. on that game like i was frustrated at myself Whereas the NES game, I was frustrated at the game. Where I was yeah. like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I would add one thing, just going back to the NES real quick, is the fact that I think, too, is, you know, the more you play through the game, the more appreciation you could have for it. Yeah, okay. Because it's, I don't think it's, it's, it's easy to judge a game by the first hour right. versus, yeah. like, play... <laughs> play through Keep going you'll love it eventually yeah no, no but i mean seriously when you play through it and you say oh my god i see how you know different bosses like how i had to prepare to be different bosses like how i had to prepare to get to the end of the game and right you know so it's almost like reading a first chapter of a book and then saying i, I didn't like the book you know so because when you kind of get through more of it it does become fun it, that's that's just my well, sure. me, well I, I would say if this game had a save state that would oh, probably have changed it for me because yeah. within the first 30 minutes of me playing, I died a lot. And I was like, I can't believe, I can't believe I'm going to turn this off and I'm going to have to do this again. Yeah. You right. don't even know where you are yeah. and like what you well, found. And yeah, yeah, I could see that. I, to go to the, the arcade to, game yeah. though was night and day different. I loved that game. I thought it was really fun. You put that switch in my hand. It was the first time I had ever played mm -hmm. the arcade version of it. Uh, and I was like, yes. I was like, yes, I understand this game. I understand why it's so cool. You could do combination throws with your saw, you know, whatever. Disc your, armor. You can shoot it up, armor. right? Yeah, you can yeah. do a whole bunch of stuff. I was like, yeah, this is a much better game, much more thought out, felt more, much more complete. And the NES just did not have that for me. 
I think the one thing that I did like about it when I think about the NES game is if I think back on like little kid JP playing this game for the value and the cost and everything, like I think it's definitely worth it when you say like how you have to, you put a little bit of time, you put in more effort and everything and there's more to do because you think about a lot of games now where you're paying 50, 60 bucks and you get a couple hours out of it and you're like, well, this is a waste of 50, 60 bucks. But back then, something like that, you have the maps, you have the, you know, in the manual and everything, but I think you're going to get a lot of time and enjoyment out of it though when I really think about that. Yeah, I was frustrated playing it because I didn't have any that i was like oh this yeah. is stupid i don't care you know but as a kid if i was playing this i mean it'd be frustrating but i think it at the same time i think i'd get a lot for my money on this game with how much you can do and what you can do in the game and yeah it is a poor man's zelda but there's a lot to <laughs> do in it which is pretty <laughs> which good. sort of shocked me like okay it, within a couple years of the two games coming out of from each other like how do you go from from a zelda game to this like how does that happen like who yeah the i filter? think i think that because you had the arcade version I think Tecmo wanted to bring the arcade version home, which is my personal opinion or yeah. personal guess here, is that they knew that the uh, the arcade version bringing that home wouldn't be wouldn't sell, wouldn't be a good idea. Mm. At the time, you know, Zelda was out, the first Zelda game was out, Zelda 2 was coming out. Yeah. Um, and there's just a lot of interest in action. Ga- Metroid was out other games. I think they were like, "Well, we got a good character, good setting. Let's actually try to make let's a, adapt it and change the Let's entire, make an epic yeah. game, you know, and yeah. this was their attempt. True adventure. It was cuz and I know I could feel the ambition because they they didn't just say, well, let's just do a side-scrolling game. They added experience. They added an overworld level. Like they actually, it seems like a bit extreme. Like they tried to make something really epic. Okay. They could have made an epic password system when it killed them. You know? <laughs> All right. But yeah. All right. So we're going to move on from that part and talk about the graphics. Uh, maybe a little compare and contrast there. What do you guys think about the graphics of these? Uh, I, I mean, I, I I love the arcade graphics. I think they're yeah. really, really yeah, well done. Really, yeah, I think so, too. Um, the and NES the parallax one, scrolling going on there. Yeah, yeah know, there's definitely it, a parallax yeah. scrolling. With the NES version, uh, some of it is really pretty. And some of it, some of the enemies are like gross looking, like yeah. not, not like gross as in e, like you just like. What it like the on the o- overhead version? There's these guys that kind of come at you, and they, I'm not even sure what they're supposed they're like to be. Like armadillos or something. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, let's actually Croc- find out. Oh, let's yeah, look yeah. and see what they are. Right. They are drum roll, please. <laughs> uh, they are called Roly Poly. Oh, right here, here they are. Um, they're called Hyo Kings. Hyo oh, Kings. Well, yeah. they're they're not well, even Hyo princes. Okay. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know the the, the NES one. I mean, it, it's not bad for what it was at the time, but I, I think the, the arcade one is is just a, a whole heck of a lot prettier. I've really started yeah. to do that flickering yeah. when you get too many uh, enemies on the on the. Like, yes, there is that. Like, oh, what's going on? I did think the arcade game looked good, and I, I didn't say much about the arcade game as far as fun factors though previously. But I will yeah. say it had a heck of a lot of fun. The more I for played sure. it, the more fun I had. You wanted to yeah. keep at it. You're yeah, like, I know I can get further. It's like, I know yeah. I can get it's further. like a solid five minutes of just like you know fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think I agree. I think the, the the graphics can be on the NES can be beautiful, but there's just some really it's a really odd game. Even the overhead levels, like there's no. this weird kind of ground shape. It's just there's some strange stuff. But I kind of liked the oddness, the weirdness of the NES version. I think there was something, you know, yeah. cool about it too. It's not bad. I just think if you were to, for me looking at the two next to each other, like it's just like the arcade one is beautiful, and this is it's it's okay. Yeah. It's good. It's if okay. you ask me which one I want to buy today. Yeah, I'm buying the arcade version. Yeah, well, yeah. available for eight dollars on the Switch. Well, there you yeah. go. You got to get a Switch though. Um, so we've, you know, I think we've really talked about the challenge. I think uh, of this game, um, th- that would be our next question. But really, like the NES version is not so bad if you know what you're doing. Um, I think, uh, like I felt like I, you know, with some guidance, with basically Zach as my map, like I could get through it. I, I pretty much got 
two, almost to the first boss. Mm-hmm. Um, There's in a, bosses? In, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, exactly. point, my earlier point, exactly. Right. <laughs> I got pretty much to the first boss, kind of gave up on, uh, there was a spot that I kept, I kept uh, falling into the pit and I was like, eh, I'm, I'm good. That was like a 15 minute playthrough. Mm. And then Zach showed me how, the, you know, you do the first boss. And so I think, yeah, like I said, with some guidance, I, I, I think it's, it's, kind of in the middle as far as challenge. Yeah. Um, yeah, the arcade one, I don't know how anyone would beat this game. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know how far. I can't remember back in the day how far I got it on the links, and that was the easy one. And now playing it on the Switch and playing the arcade version, and I even I bought, I went out and bought a um, specialized left uh, uh, Switch controller so that I have a D-pad instead of the buttons or the joystick mm. so that it's more of that old retro feel and still, man. <laughs> like, God, this game is hard. Yeah, the arcade is tough. I mean, it, it well, I mean, it was designed to steal quarters, really. Yeah. And that, that's and what it was it all about. That. Especially that instant death thing. My gosh. I, yeah, I don't know who the heck has beaten this game. <laughs> it, but it does feel like, to me, though, when you look at really hard games, it feels like if you know what you're doing and you rack up enough, like, power-ups... I think the game can get easier, yeah. right? But you, I notice like I get one power up and I die and I'm like, oh, well then, you know, then the game's hard again, right? right? So it's almost like some of the games, I think like Galaga and others where if you get enough power ups, you, you, you can make the game a little easier, but yeah. you just have to be extremely careful. Right. Um, and then the NES version, you know, my, my perception of challenge is all screwed up because I played through the game so many times, but I would say it's, it's kind of an average challenge to your point, Dustin, you know, it, it can be difficult, but like once you have a map and knowing that you can, you know, um, power up your weapons, knowing that the more enemies you kill will give you more experience points, which yeah. then expend, extends your health meter, right. which then makes your um, your uh, disc armor more powerful. Yeah, because you, you can keep grind. that if you die. Yeah, and you can grind. So, so like that makes it easier. I think like it's this is a more of a time based challenge than it is. Oh yeah, uh, like, no, totally. Like you could, if you yep. kept at it, you could probably do it. Because I saw your uh, your full playthrough, and like by the time you got to the boss, because you had grinded so much, it was like three hits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's talk really quick. Any specific aspect that gave us the most trouble, other than just saying, uh, you know, not having a map, but a specific aspect that gave most trouble. I'll say for the arcade, I mean, the overall number of enemies, just like yeah, sheer sheer volume. Well, and there's times yeah. where like you've got a guy behind you that's running up on you that you need to turn and duck and hit right and then a guy coming in front of you from the top and you're like or from above you and you're like okay what do i do mm-hmm. if i shoot up i'm gonna get hit from below if i go down and turn i'm gonna get hit from behind so there's some situations that just feel like you're almost set up to fail right um and on the nes uh number one remembering where to go next yeah yeah <laughs> um but secondly was you know there's this there's some like uh pulleys in the game you call them tight ropes uh, jp earlier but it's a rope and you need a pulley to get on the rope I should mm-hmm. say even if you have the pulley sometimes you stand in front of where the rope is you'll just fall to your death yeah I did like I don't know times. what the heck like how to get it to latch consistently yeah. there There's was some, some weird really things interesting like graphical glitches where suddenly you'd be going down a rope and the door that you would just come out of like shifts like 50 pixels to the, to the right or yeah, whatever glitches and uh, I also like you get jump on an invisible platform uh well, yeah, because if you go down the rope, sometimes like Rygar will just like pop up a little bit, like yeah. he's like he's higher than the rope. It's yeah. it's it's strange. And each door, and I don't know what they were doing, but it feels like it feels like each door where you have to stand to get into it is programmed differently for each one. Oh, and the <laughs> overhead levels especially. The overhead levels like why can't it go to the door? So anyway, all right, tips and tactics. 
Uh, you probably have a few. Oh, me? Oh, yeah. Uh, so first, um, I'll just pick one for the arcade here. Level three, which is the level I hated the most for so long. There's these like gargoyles, I'll call them, or griffins or whatever. They swoop down from above. Like they kind of, you know, they, they come down. Yeah. But they, they do it almost randomly. Sometimes they, they fly over you. Sometimes they come down and dive bomb you. Well, if you land, if you jump on their head, you can keep bouncing on their head and actually stay on their head through the whole level and clear the level. Mm. So you oh, can... Wow. Yeah, so you can pretty much skip level three altogether. All right. You and guys... That's on the yeah. arcade version? Arcade version, That's yeah. how you save quarters, kids. Right? That's it. Well, you're going to die on level four, though. Don't, oh, don't okay. get too excited. Yeah. Save your bucks. You guys, uh, JP, any uh, anything that made either version a little easier for you? Tips. Get the map. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Go buy, go buy the manual with the map. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Alex, uh, yeah. Uh, turning it off, going to the fridge, gets beer. <laughs> pretty here's, a, here's a tip. Get a, get a beer. And tur- yeah, turn it off and get a beer. Um, yeah, no, I'd be for, for me, um, the tip I would say for the arcade version is keep moving, but be conscious. Um, yeah. The the thing that, that uh, you don't want to do is stop. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you have to. Um, the best thing to do is pop forward, but sometimes you have, it, there, there was a, a couple times, especially I think level two, there's like a moon patrol problem. I called it where it's like, there's a part where I really want to just get out of this part and jump over that chasm. But if I go too fast, there's always a damn enemy, right? Yeah, right. right, right, land, right on him every so time. you've got to take that, take that breath, say it's okay. I'm going to shoot one of the guys that's chasing me. Stop, top, take that breath. Um, the other tip and tactic I would say for score wise is if you've got, uh, you get more points from killing enemies than you do for time left on the clock. So if you have a bunch of time left on the clock uh, and you get to the towards the end of the level, if you get too close to the end, it sucks you to the door, right, which right. sucks. But if you get to the end of the level and say you got 30 seconds left on the clock, spend 20 seconds and, and just go grind yeah. on some people. You can even get lucky and uh, get a special weapon too during yeah, that time. Exactly. And I have done that. There's that uh, pretty early. You can get like this big longer version of the disc thing uh, that will go and get some guys, you know, you can get them across the chasm and stuff. So yeah. if you want to grind for points, uh, yeah, you know, use that clock to your advantage. All right. Now. Well, there's a NES tips too. If oh, you did you have some? Oh, yeah. sorry. I thought, yeah, please do. Yeah, no, I get a couple of those. Yeah, I, absolutely. So first, the first uh, boss level, it's a, it's a stage called Aruga. That's the name of the boss. There's these little worm guys. I was showing Dustin when I was mm. playing through it. These little red worm guys that they're designed to knock you off platforms. And I hate that in games, right? Ninja Guy and other games where you're jumping, you get Does hit. It come up from the bottom. Well, these guys just throw projectiles, yeah. and you always just let you get hit, but you get fall backwards, you fall off yeah. a platform. But the cool thing in this game, and, and when we played Batman on the NES, there was a similar tip here, where you walk in, you walk until they appear on the screen, then you walk, and walk away back. and walk yeah. back, and they disappear. Yeah, that is really That's helpful. That's a classic that video game. Uh, yeah, trick. trick. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Some programmer out there has to tell us why that works, but it works really well on that level, especially, and that helps you get to that first boss easily, easy enough. That that um, tip does not port over to the arcade version. No, it does. It does <laughs> not. They, did, no. they will follow you. And then um, I'm going to mention the YouTube video also again, but I would say I do this in the YouTube video that I made here. But you can farm for experience in several places in the game, and you'll see where I do it. But there's one specific place in the last level where you get tons of experience and you could just scroll the screen up and down very quickly and just generate, it's kind of the same problem in a way, or it it works the opposite way where 
you create more enemies. I just scroll on the screen quickly. Yeah. And you could defeat them all in one hit. So you could just level up, like max out everything really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. So if you get to the last level and you're like, gosh, like I don't think I'm gonna beat the last boss, within minutes you could have you could have just everything farm maxed out. Some yeah. More. yeah. So that's that's a that's a huge tip. Oh okay, wait, cool. I uh, think anyway. Yeah. I think we've touched on something that would make the game better on the NES version a map. Uh and and <laughs> Uh, An um, in-game out would be even better. <laughs> no, that would be <laughs> awesome. And save states. Yeah. Um, what about the arcade version? Anything that would make it better? I think just a little easier would be nice. A little easier. <laughs> a little less enemies, maybe. Yeah, I'm going to try the Japanese version. I'm curious about that. Because like I said, the links feels that that way, too. I definitely... It's definitely not easy, easy, but it's definitely not the, the just the sheer like white-knuckle challenge that this... An energy the, meter would be nice. Even if you could take... like two hits like Ghosts and Goblins or something. That would right. be nice. Yeah, no, I that, that's definitely something I felt in the NAS. I'm like, oh, darn it, I'm already dead. And I'm like, oh, no, wait, I'm not dead. Like, um, definitely. <laughs> All right, so on to the most important question. How far do we get? What's your score? Um, our score competition rules that apparently Alex and JP didn't realize uh, for Rygar. Oh, no, I realized them. <laughs> you just didn't care? I just didn't go play the arcade version until I got here. All right, yeah. well, we're going to go by the high score in the arcade version. Yeah. Uh, so let's start with you, Alex. Oh, I got a hundred thousand. No, no uh, I got 36,000. <laughs> 36,000. Oh, okay. All right. I misread that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, J to the P. Uh, I think, uh, was that 30, like a little over 39,000. A little over 39,000. All right. I'm going to go next. Cause I, Zach, I'm sure beat me. Uh, I got 76,920. Wow, that's impressive. 920. Uh, that's really good. Did you see I'm Dustin's actually mad. I said 100,000. He looked at me like, I was like, like no, you didn't. Like, you're going to get away I got, with this? I'm, I, got, I got higher on the links, but two two things. The links is easier. And the second, I forgot to write it down. <laughs> Stupid kids kept distracting me every time I was playing. So I, I don't know. I, I think I'm pretty sure I got triple digits on that one, but that's not 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 nearly the same. Oh, wait. I just wrote the my score in JP's but You do not get my credit for my high score, sir. Uh, this is bad note taking I think it's here. pretty funny to think that it used to be back in the day shut up daddy's trying to watch his, his sports and drink <laughs> his beer and now it's like shut up daddy's trying to play his video game and record his score and drink his beer <laughs> and drink his beer <laughs> yeah the beer part's still there it's, it's still there it's a different activity it's exactly. a craft beer now <laughs> yes it is craft. it is flown in from on uh, on the waves or whatever I don't know oh <laughs> it's late alright Zach I was gonna follow you there Dustin wherever you were going <laughs> on I was gonna the go. wings yeah. of love <laughs> alright Zach uh, so on the ar- arcade version I got uh, 247,000 and 970 points. Figures. I uh, got to level eight Figures. only on the first, you know, on one. Oh, credit. yeah. What level did we all get to? You got to three? I got to three. I got, got to, to four. Two. On the NES version? No, no, no. On the oh. on the arcade. I think you got oh. to two. Uh, yeah. I got almost all the way through three. I didn't quite finish three. And you got, got to, to eight. eight. Okay. Yeah. Eight, eight is, seven and eight are just like, as I remember, just ridiculous. It seems like every couple levels, they throw a brand new enemy at you. Right. And um, if you play, but by the way, if you have the Switch version, the continue option is turned off by default, which is <laughs> cruel. Because you play one credit in the game over and you're like, what? That's it? But you can turn on the continue option so you can pl- see more of the game at least. But yeah, every other couple levels, there's a, there's a new enemy that's designed to just torture you. Yeah. Um, like there's like armadillos, you know, oh, they take multiple hits. You got to like just throw crazy, you know, disc armors at them. Then later on in the game, now we have the armadillos with guys riding him and they throw axes at you at the same time. It just gets more and more insane. Right. Uh, if you ever want to watch something completely crazy, watch one of the playthroughs, the last couple levels in the game. Oh my God. Just well, and, it. and I mean, <laughs> James, buddy James out there will know why uh, in level three was where I had the difficulty because it 
has basically some jumping, jumping, jumping right, puzzles. You're done. <laughs> yeah. That, that messes <laughs> How me far did you guys time. get on the NES version? He said level, level four, four, but what does that I even mean? Grappling, uh, hook. I'm listen. That's as far as I went. So you saw four areas basically. I saw four areas. I got okay. the grappling hook. That's it. I don't think I beat any bosses though. I got almost way all the way to the first boss. Um, I don't. I don't know. I guess I got. Th- I got to see. I think three different levels. I maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't find the grappling hook, though. No, I kept finding the old man Loser. telling me where the different the grappling hook and some other weapons <laughs> yeah. where they're like, oh, you can't go to the top of the yeah, tower you're done without now. the golden leaf. I'm yeah. like, all right. So, yeah, so I remember as a kid, it took me like four or five hours to beat this game, just like right. not knowing where I was going, wandering around. So about a year ago, I just picked it up randomly and I beat it in about two and a half hours or so. Oh, wow. And so then this time I was like, okay, I'm going to take some notes, you know? Right. And so um, I beat it in uh, about an hour and a half and then I played through it two more times and first then got it down to 55 minutes and then just the other day I got it down to uh, my best, which is 42 minutes and 52 seconds. Wow. Um, And that's the run I recorded. It is now on YouTube for your (laughs) viewing pleasure. Um, Just go to retrogameguys.com and check out the link. Yay. And there it is. Awesome. All right, last question. Would you play Rygar again? I will start. We'll talk about the two versions. I have no interest in playing the uh, the NES version. Sad. No nostalgia Same. for it, and it's like, it's just a, if it was here, and if Zach was directing me again, sure, I'd play it, but I don't, I'm not going to go out and seek. Um, I have, I own two different versions of the arcade ver- uh, at home uh, on the Lynx and Switch, and definitely will be playing it again. I, I've played this. This is one of the few games for the podcast that I play here and there, I played here and there, like without it being because I need to play it for the podcast. Like I play Rygar here and there anyway. So absolutely, I'll be playing it again. Mr. JP, how about yourself? Um, yeah, I'd probably play the arcade one a little bit here and there. I uh, wouldn't play the, the NES one again. It was, uh, it just wasn't really my thing. I'm not a big RPG fan anyway. No. Yeah. I mean, I, it was very much in that Zelda vein and everything, but uh I don't know. I just got frustrated with the whole. You're never gonna get that door back. You never get it back. Where's my door? Where's my piece of door? Yeah, <laughs> Zach. Yeah, no, I, I would put uh, the NES version in my maybe in my top 10, maybe maybe the top 15. If I had to go there, there's a lot of Mega Man games, so that's going to make a top 10 <laughs> difficult. Um, and Castlevania games. But uh, so but yes, yeah, so I would continue to play that. But the arcade, at first, I would have said no. When I first got it, I've played it through the first couple of times. I'm like, eh, this game's just hard and I'm frustrated. But the more I played it, the more I liked it. And now I'm like, this is one of my favorite games that I have on the Switch. Hey, like it's just, it is a lot of fun. It's, it's sad that it's kind of an overlooked version. A lot of people, more people know that I think the NES version than the arcade version. But if you have a Switch and you, you know, and you yeah. have the means, download it. It's, it, it's so it. funny that like there, there's a whole bunch of people who know the NES version because when we started doing this podcast, I was like, all right, we're gonna do Rygar, you know, side scroller. We're gonna do this, and and Zach brings up like. Oh, yeah, you know, it's a little different on the NES. I'm like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, that's like the popular version. I'm like, no, your kid, you know, this, that's not what Rygar is. That must be some weird, but uh, yeah, apparently that's that, that people know that version more. Uh, yeah, I would, uh, if I had the chance to play the an arcade stand up, yeah. like a real arcade version of this game, I would be interested in playing that one and seeing how I do. Yeah. Uh, the NES version, like, no. Like if they made, if they, if they literally just ported Zelda over and just changed the sprites on the game to Rygar sprites, I think I'd be more interested in playing that game. (laughs) (laughs) And I think they might have some copyright problems. (laughs) Yeah. Well, little Debbie Downer here. So we're going to bring it back up. We're going to bring everybody's spirits back up. We're going to make Alex happy again with time for his favorite segment of the show. 
JP's Collector's <laughs> Corner. <laughs> All right. Collector's time. All right. So most versions of Rygar, including the NES and PS2 sequel, are going to set you back about 10 bucks plus shipping. Uh, but for that price, I'd probably highly recommend going after that Famicom version because you're going to get that much, much better soundtrack. Mm, yeah. yeah, it's totally. cool. Plus, the, the cartridge has like a little cartoon drawing of Rygar, which is so cute. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> there you go. Great. Uh, and then, of course, for the Lynx version, it's about 20 bucks for just a cartridge. Or if you want to go complete in the box, like a true collector, $40. Right. Yeah, so far, uh, I've only got, I think, six or seven uh, Lynx games for my system. And now it's been my most expensive. Most of the Lynx games are five, maybe 10 bucks. But this one, 20. I was like, what the right heck? Right yeah. Did you yes. buy the box, too? Or you just got no, the... No, uh... for this one, I don't. I, I, I mix it. Like, I've gotten a couple where I've got complete in box because, like, it was, like, still, was like, like $9 for the complete in box. Like, okay i'm gonna do that how many but games came out on the system though there there's uh there's a lot there's oh, quite so like a few five, ten bucks is not gonna be too bad if you can buy quite a few games then. yeah yeah i mean i will say though that the the there's a steep drop off in quality <laughs> uh, there's a lot of really good games for it games that you wouldn't like i said gates of zendikon you, the game that you couldn't find anywhere else you know this Rygar um, is you know was not very well widely released. This version of it in America was just the Lynx and the Commodore sixty four and maybe like one other weird random system. Yeah. So you know there's a lot of gems on the Lynx, but then yeah there's a steep drop. Looking at it here, it says that there are seventy six games released in North America. Yeah. You can collect them all if right. you really wanted to. Right. Yeah, I think you but let's should. Let's look at. Let's look at the. Well, okay, that's not so bad. Uh, but look at the most expensive uh, games on Lynx according to PriceCharting.com. Uh, Double Dragon yeah. is $100, $107. Yeah. Okay. Raiden 100 uh, Okay. Super Asteroids and Missile Command, $79. Would you pay $79 no. for Missile Command? Oh, man. No. My gosh. So pay that's an extra 20 bucks and get Double Dragon. Yeah, yeah that's not well, so bad. Though. There's a lot of games, like you said, that are cheap. The other thing that's really interesting is there's a couple of uh, homebrew games for Lynx that... Are somebody went out and made actual cartridges, but they're just homebrew games. So I, I'd be really interested to check those out. Yeah, see a few yeah, here. Kind of cool. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> more right. from you, JP. Yes, yes. Back on track here. So the arcade stand-up machine goes to around eight hundred dollars. All right. So if we all want to chip in and get one of those, yeah, it's not too bad. There right? you go. <laughs> I was craving a joystick. I'll tell you that. Like you know, an, an actual <laughs> button. Excuse me. Okay. Oh, what were you? What JP, were you? please continue. Is this, uh, are we on a subreddit? <laughs> I think I think we're going to have to take that little clip there and use. I was yeah. craving a joystick. There you go. That's a t-shirt worthy. That's, 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 <laughs> that's our next. That's our next promo on the next retro game guys. You know, I was really craving a joystick on the next <laughs> retro game guys. <laughs> that's great. Hurry, JP. Hurry. <laughs> Joysticks. I crave them. <laughs> Oh, man. Joystick you're craving gonna, volume yeah, you're not gonna seven. You're going to that one down, buddy. <laughs> no. All right. So that Wii port that Zach talked about joysticks. earlier, it's going to run you a whole uh, whopping $6, including shipping, especially if you crave joysticks. <laughs> that's, a, that's about six bucks too much for that uh, game. Uh, yeah, it's think, six bucks just for the artwork. I think they're laughing at you when you give them that $6. They're like, somebody actually bought it. So now it's time for that crazy collectible of the week. <laughs> crazy, 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 crazy collectible of the week. There we go. That's, that's there. We can add that sound in there. Right. Yeah. There's a book of illustrations based on the 2002 Rygar, The Legendary Adventure for the PS2. Mm. It's about 95 pages of art from the game and was only ever released in Japan. 
Uh, if that sounds up your alley, there are only a couple copies available that we found online listed for about $390. What? Oh. $390 a piece. But guess what? Shipping's free. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. $390 for a book? Let me get this. Yeah. It was $400 for an art book of like a, not even the- A little forgettable game? Yeah. Well, not even the Forget- original Rygar. Yeah. 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 Like the 2002 version of it. But it's 3D with destructible environmental elements. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm confused. It's, this sounds like a, this sounds like a front for something, <laughs> right? Hey, they're actually it shipping says you in the cocaine. back of the book. The book That's is also right. destructible. Oh, oh this is a hollow book filled with cocaine. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Three hundred dollars. Best purchase ever made. <laughs> Uh, now I have a bag of cocaine and I'm <laughs> craving joysticks. <laughs> That's usually how that works. Yeah. Okay. That's when you've okay. achieved the door of peace right oh there. That's God. when when you put those things together. <laughs> okay. We're, we're, we're moving on. All right. Now it's time for our weekly retro game giveaway. We've got an original copy of Rygar from the depths of JP's Game Vault flung onto our table by a disc armor. Uh, this week's winner is at Retro Bear Den. Okay, Zach, why did we pick Retro Bear Den? Well, first of all, who wouldn't want to spend time in a Retro Bear Den? Rawr, ask yeah. all of you. Uh, besides, besides I, I have not met that person. <laughs> no. uh, besides that, we had some very good conversations with Mr. Bear Den on Twitter. Uh, he's, Mr. Uh, Bear Den. I just made that up. Uh, bear Den. Yeah. He's very supportive, uh, and he father. even he mentioned to me he even has a four-player Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade. One we talked ooh, about in one of our previous episodes. Oh, there's the joysticks. Yeah, I get. I'm craving four yeah, of them. Four of them. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you stand on a bearskin rug while you're playing this uh-huh. four-player? You're gonna have to ask Mr. Bear Den what goes down in the in Bear the Den. Bear in Den. the Bear Den, it's yeah. very retro. I hear. Well, thank you, Mr. At Retro Bear Den. <laughs> That's right. We appreciate you so much. That's yes. right. And rawr. all right, awesome. <laughs> And remember, if you want to win next time, all you need to do is leave us a comment or share your retro gaming memories with us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us using Retro Game Guys. All right, now it's time to reveal what games we'll play for our next episodes. So in two weeks, we'll release a special quick play episode. Um, It's going to be on early video pinball games. We picked the Atari Video Pinball, Pinball on the NES, and Devil's Crush on the TurboGrafx-16. I think we were inspired by uh, the being at the California Extreme last month, all those pinball yeah. games. Oh, yeah. We'll see how some of those may translate to the home experience. Uh, did you guys play any good ones while you were there? Oh, yes. Uh, I, always, I always, anytime I go there, I look for Adam's family. Like, that yeah. is probably one of the best pinball machines ever. I know Zach will disagree and say it's going to be Black Knight 2000. Of course, Great that's game. his go-to. But I, I would agree with you on Adam. So I don't know that I've ever played Black Knight 2000. It's, it's awesome. It's good. It's the, a multi, multi-ball on multi, that Yeah, multi-level, too. Like, yeah. it, it's, I don't know if it's the first game that did that, but one of the first Very that you cool. played. Yeah. yeah. I played Iron Maiden, one of the pinball games there, and the Metallica one, too. That was Very cool. cool. Awesome. And they had the third Black Knight, but the lines were too long to play that one. <laughs> Brand new. Oh, all right. So then for our next full episode, we'll be playing one of the games that will be included in the upcoming Sega Genesis Mini. As we said earlier, we left it up to our listeners to pick the game where we'll be playing, and I think it might come as a bit of a surprise. Before I get to the winner, though, I thought we'd mention the two runner-up games, which we could consider and will, I think, consider for future episodes. Number three on the list was Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I mean, we're definitely covering something Sonic. Uh, oh, Sonic yeah. 1, yeah, Sonic 2, Sonic Especially 3, Sonic Especially terrible Pimble. movie coming soon. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll give it another chance. They're redrawing the whole thing. Oh, we'll, no, we'll see. 
Uh, number two was Streets of Rage 2. And uh, when we do that one, uh, Alex, yes, what version are you going to be playing? The Master System. <laughs> the Master System again. <laughs> That's right. Uh, this is actually one uh, when I uh, started assembling my uh, stuff at home. I pulled the Genesis cartridges out of the box. I have complete in box Streets of Rage 2, so I'm ready oh. to go. Oh, nice. also, my brother-in-law is a big fan of Streets of Rage 2. It says the music is better, the gameplay is better, and so I've never played through it, so if when we do Ooh. do it, I'm looking forward you to know, it. You know, I have definitely played Streets of Rage and Streets of Rage 2, but I don't remember the differences, so I, I'm absolutely looking forward to picking that back, back up Might at some point. Start practicing now. There's two Jerry's. Yeah. So, alright, so you guys ready for this? What the winner our audience picked for us off of the Sega Genesis Mini, the game we're going to be playing is... Strider. 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 Yeah, here it is. Look at Strider. That. The guy on the uh, uh, cover looks like the dad from Seventh Heaven. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or Quantum Leap. Oh. Or um, an American Gladiator. Or, or running. Right. I would say Running Man. He's got the like. Um, For sure. Uh, I honestly can't. <laughs> Everyone's say perplexed that. over here. I don't. It's, I don't um, remember that game. So this I was what happens when you Genesis? let people vote, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> well, the font. I mean, the font. Do you is know this game, too. Zach? Yeah. No, I do. In fact, um, so is it good? Yeah. No. Okay. It's, it's really cool. <laughs> I thought, or is our audience screwing with us? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You guys are playing ET. The worst game ever. <laughs> no. Str so Strider. Um, it was an arcade game first in 1989. Uh, it's like a hack and slash game. It's set in the future. Um, it's based future, on. It gets future. based on like a, a, a Japanese comic book. Um, and uh, yeah, and it was ported to the, the um, Genesis in 1990. I, I think it's a pretty faithful arcade conversion. Okay. Um, and yeah, and I always played it. I'll talk about this probably a little more in the episode, but I always had to put a quarter in it when I saw it because it's a really, really good looking game. Okay. And even though I get my butt kicked on it, I would still go back and, Have you and, ever and play it. it. No, no, Ooh. no, no, no. It's it's difficult. I've never really spent the spent the time to try to figure it out. Mm -hmm. So this is yeah, great. The, um, great. Our audience picked a game that Zach is going to have difficulty for. Yeah. That sounds really good for us, uh, us guys, JP and Alex. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah. It, uh, well, but, it's but, football season coming up, so I I may actually, I may actually. Uh, you got some time to kill? No, I'll probably just wait till last minute again. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to say, like, your, I'll really spend audience. the time. But no, I mean, it, I, I think uh, it looks, it'll be a I good mean, time. Hey, it looks uh, fun. You got uh, a guy with a lot of muscles. You got swords. You got a backwards time world thing going on. Really? So I, I'm, I'm yeah. definitely hey. willing to give it a shot. It sounds interesting. Yeah. He's, um, yeah, where does Aladdin live? He's in Agrabah here for some <laughs> reason. Strider. It sounds like a B version of, uh, of like Maverick or Top Gun, right? Mm. Strider. Well, now so Strider, Strider actually, the pattern is full. One more uh, point to make here on Strider is they actually made a NES version of Strider. Okay. Um, but it's like Rygar, it's very different than mm. the arcade. Okay. It's more of an adventure. Um, oh, it's I, like Zelda, right? Yeah. It, oh, okay. Kind of. You collect oh, things. Yeah. So there you go. Weird. All right. Well, thank you, Chris, or at MushDev Studio, for being the first to suggest Strider in our poll. I'm really intrigued. Uh, right. I don't. We'll give it a shot. Yeah. I've never. I, I don't remember this game at all, which is I'm, I'm shocked by. In a Genesis um, so. household? In a Genesis yeah. household. So uh, two, I'm really two is off with a bang. Right, right? Split <laughs> 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 out. Um, okay, and we also want to say thanks uh, to our friend Carrie G, who encouraged us to do a listener vote. Thank you, Carrie. It was uh, a lot of fun, I think. <laughs> yeah. Interesting result, but uh, I think we definitely should do it again. Um, I'm sure we're going to get kind of uh, wild suggestions uh, if we let people suggest games for any retro system. Uh, definitely. Everyone, we definitely. might. We might 
yeah. <laughs> Might have to put some some uh, some lane markings. We'll up, definitely we'll be playing the Fisher Price games if that, when that happens. <laughs> it's all Sesame Street for <laughs> the next lemmings. season three. Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Let's wrap up with a recap of this week's Rygar rankings in fourth place and still wandering aimlessly trying to find. Uh, whips and chains or something. Wait, wait, what? Wrong um, game. <laughs> wrong game. That would be Alex. Yeah. Uh, Starting off strong this season. <laughs> third place up in the 39,000 realm. Uh, that would be our uh, crazy collectible person. Whoop, JP. Whoop. There it is. Whoop, whoop. All right. Uh, I, of course, you know, like always, get second place because I am the second best. Mm. Second worst. Second worst. First <laughs> loser. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and smoking in the boys' room over there, uh, Mr. Zach, uh, once again, <laughs> in first place, starting off the season in first Everybody place. Everybody knows that. Smoking in Out in school. Wow. All right. Another, that's another dad old reference there. Did anyone get that? For the record, I yeah. didn't like that song, but no, whatever. No, I've, <laughs> this is actually the second time I've thought of that song today. <laughs> all right, well, that's all the time we have for our Rygar episode. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this podcast, and it makes you want to fight an oh. angry Prego Kellis, so maybe just have them open for your band. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Dang. for the Retro Game Guys, Zach, Alex, and JP, I'm Dustin, saying game on. Until next time, friends. The opinions and views expressed on the Retro Game Guys podcast represent the views of the speaker alone and are not the views of our employers.